What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Grid. I am I'm your host, Connor the Cat, with my co-host, as always, Tommy Tomatoes. Hey, how you doing? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to make it extra. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, today we're going to get into our predictions. Um Starting with the NFC West um, uh, win-loss prediction and who is going to win the division and who is going to make the playoffs if there are other teams uh, in this division that will make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but before we go into that, uh, we're going to start off with the beer that we're reviewing today, which is one of my personal favorite beers. Uh, it is the Juice Bomb IPA from Sloop Brewing up in Beacon, New York. Uh, and, yeah, like I said, this is one of my favorite beers of all time. Definitely my favorite summer beer. Uh, it's a Northeastern IPA. Uh, it tastes just like it sounds. It's a Juice Bomb, so it's a very juicy, citrusy uh, IPA, um, but also very hoppy. Uh, 6.5%. So, again, it's a very light beer, perfect for summertime, perfect for, like, on the golf mm-hmm. course. You can just down six of these uh, with these and you feel, like, hydrated doing so. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's it has that, like, that initial citrusy kick to it right off the bat, and then it's followed up with, like, a, a strong hoppy taste. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, one of my all-time favorites, I give it a – I give it a nine point one, honestly, for me. Dude, I was gonna give it like a nine, nine point one, nine point two, somewhere in that range because this is putting me in a really good mood, by the way. It just it it's, makes you happy. It's what I look for in in an IPA with the hops and the citrus flavor that I really love so much. Remember, you introduced me to these IPAs. I'm a Budweiser guy and Bud Light guy, so King of Beers. King of beers. Hey, King of Slams. <laughs> so I, I was very new to the whole IPA like dynamic that goes on. And I must say, this is definitely my favorite one thus far. So I know you give it a 9.1. That's a pretty accurate. You're, you're a big IPA person. So I'm going to go ahead. I'll give this a 9.5 Ooh, for me. It's wow. de- it is delicious, dude. Oh, I got to be great. honest with you, man. And with July 4th being like, you know, in a couple of days here, I think I might party with this beer. You got it. I, I think I'm going to because it is delicious. And it, it hits you, it hits the spot, and it really makes me happy. <laughs> and it goes down easy. Like you can literally, you can literally chug. Yes. Like you can down six of these like in minutes. I'm very happy with this with this yes. beer. Very happy yes. with this one. So definitely, I mean, both of us love it. Definitely check out Juice Bomb um, from Sloop Brewing. Uh, Sloop Brewing has a lot of really great beers. I've actually been up there, um, and they have a ton of really good beers. But Juice Bomb is definitely my favorite. Uh, and you can get – that's probably one of the most popular beers that you can get at a, a lot of, you know, different liquor stores. Absolutely. Um, so definitely go check that out. Um, but, yeah, in other news, Tommy. Yeah. Let's let's take it away here with the NFC West uh, yeah. we're doing this week. So with training camp on the horizon and everything, it's July now. It's a little bit of down year with, like, kind of news – not down here, a downtime in the NFL, not too much news coming out. So I think it is best that we actually start now and get our roster predictions as we stick to it today. So, Connor, I think we should start with uh, one of the most intriguing teams in the NFL um, 
to be honest with you. So that's going to be the Los Angeles Rams. So I'm going to get right into it. I'll go week one for them. Um, I have them versing the – well, they are versing the Chicago Bears for their home opener. And I think they're going to be all jacked up for it. It's a Sunday night game. I see that as a W. Um, I think the Rams have a strong roster, uh, probably the best defense in the league, and this probably is going to be repeated a lot through this uh, this podcast as we go over the Rams uh, uh, the Rams uh, schedule. But I just don't see Chicago having the firepower to outduel the Rams and enough to overcome that defense. I agree 100. Uh, percent I have the Rams uh, just I, I have the Rams just barreling through Chicago. Uh, I don't think Chicago's offense will be able to get through to the Rams' uh, defense. I think the Rams will kind of have a bit of a, a field day with them, especially, you know, I don't know who's going to be starting. Apparently it's going to be Andy Dalton. Uh, but I think uh, I think the Rams will get to him early on, uh, rattle his cage. I don't think that they're going to have a lot of – they're going to get a lot of separation from their receivers. I mean, sure – Allen Robinson will do Allen Robinson things, but you're going to have Jalen Ramsey on him. So, like, he's not going to have one of those unbelievable stat line days. And yeah. then their other receivers aren't going to be able to do much against that secondary. And then you're going to have Aaron Donald in your face the whole time. Oh, God. Um, the guy's a monster. <laughs> so, I think the real uh, the real story of that game is going to be the Rams' defense versus Chicago's offense more so than it is the Rams' offense versus Chicago's defense, yeah. which is – I think actually different from the majority of the games the Rams are going to be playing because I think their offense is going to be kind of like their stronger suit this year. Um, but this game, I really think it's going to be more of the Rams defense taking control and, and the Rams offense just doing uh, enough to, you know, get to coast to a, to an easy win. Agreed 100%. So you both have that as a W. Rams start out the season 1-0. and So week two comes around. They have to travel to Indianapolis. So I'll get right to it. I see this as another W for the Rams. Um, I just look at position by position, and I think they're better at too many positions than the Indianapolis Colts can withstand. And I think they're just going to get after Carson a little more than he would like, and I think they just have a more talented roster than Indianapolis. And that's that's saying a lot because Indy is right up there with a very good, talented roster. Yeah, I I agree. I think this is going to be a very, very close game and a hard-fought game, Um, but I think – Again, the I think the Rams' offense is just too complete, and I think I, I really do think this is going to be a close game because I think both defenses are very, very solid. I think both offenses are very, very solid, but I just think that I, I think the Rams just have too much for the Colts. I think I think it'll really be a one-score game, uh, whether that's three points, whether that's a touchdown, um, and you know, obviously those games go either way. I wouldn't be shocked if the Colts won, but I, I think the Rams are going to take this one. Agreed. And they go 2-0. Both agree 2-0 to start the season. Yeah. Uh, so week three comes a big roadblock here, mm-hmm. and that's versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. With and, their complete roster returning. Absolutely. And I I got to say, is there any more complete roster in the NFL than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I don't no. think so either. This is a loss for the Rams. Yeah. The first one of the season, 2-1 uh, and one to start the year. Not a bad start, but, I mean, they – The Rams are a good roster, but this is just too much. So here's the thing, too, is I do think that this will also be a close game, but I think the Buccaneers will come out on top. And I think a lot of that is, too, I don't think 
Stafford's going to have any trouble getting accustomed to a big base system. Apparently, it's already going very, very well. McVay loves him. Yep. And I think they'll get off to a great start. I do, however, think it'll take a couple of games for him to reach, like, the I'm fully comfortable with everything and chemistry with all my new players yes. in, game, in game mode. Uh, so, like, you know, it's going to take a couple of games for him to, you know, get to that comfortability, and they're really going to reach their their ceiling. But against the defending champs with their returning roster, week three, I don't think it's going to happen yet. Very close game, but I think the Bucks are coming away with it. I'm glad you brought that up because I think this is going to be a close game too as well. I think this is going to be a very slow start to begin with. I think you're going to see a lot of like three and outs and a lot of defensive like – Yeah, a defensive battle back and forth. And then this is going to be a second-half game yeah. where teams are going to start – well, the two teams respectively are going to start figuring out the defenses and figuring out ways to expose players at certain yeah. positions. So I do see this as a loss, but I agree with your analysis there that it is going to be a very close game. Uh, so that brings us to week four. That's versing the Arizona Cardinals at home. So, Connor, I know you're very – well, I don't, well, I think you're very high on the Arizona Cardinals, much like the rest of the NFL world. I, however, I think they're going to have some little bumps in the road because I think there's too many cooks in the kitchen. So I have this as a W for the Rams entering week four. So I actually am going to disagree here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have – I'll get to it later. I have the Rams splitting with the the Cardinals, and believe it or not, I have both road teams winning. Uh, I have the Cardinals winning their first meeting at Los Angeles. Uh, I think that the Cardinals are going to come in, come into LA's house, uh, and make a statement. And they have obviously they have some new players, but they have some returning players. Um, they're just going to have more of the chemistry right away. Like I said. Uh, Stafford's going to take some time to get used to his receivers and, and the playbook. And I think th- I think this game is going to be more of a shootout. I think Stafford will still have a lot of success uh, against uh, Arizona's defense. But I think Kyler Murray is going to have a lot of su- success also with just a plethora of weapons. Um, and they're going to come in hot right off the bat, and they're going to get the W. God, I'm not, I don't like Kyler Murray. All right, so anyway, week five. So we disagree on that one. So I have them going, uh, what, three and one? You have them going two and two. Okay, so week five, we have at Seattle. Um, I have this as a W for the Rams. Yep. And I love Russell Wilson. He's my favorite player in the NFL. I love watching him play. However, their defense is the worst it's just, been in, in many years, many, many, many years. They not only don't have a pass rush, now they have a problem at secondary positions now. Because Jamal Adams, I mean, he, he's, he's a good player and everything, but... He's a good blitzer. Exactly. And then you, he's not good at coverage. And it's just, it's a liability. So I, I just see this as a win for the Rams. Yeah, I, I honestly think that... I know that Russell kind of said that, you know, he reinforced his decision to stay in Seattle recently. Uh, and says he wants to be a part of that team, but I really see them on the downswing. I think their offense will still, you know, be able to get stuff done with DK and Lockett and uh, and Chris Carson. But even then, like you know, their offensive line still isn't good. They their third wide receiver is Freddie Swain. Like, 
that doesn't excite me. I mean, it, it's, you said it all right there, honestly. Yeah, you really did. Their defense is atrocious. I just don't really see – I think Seattle is – yeah, they were 12-4 and four last year, but I, I, I see them just getting kind of worse and worse, and I think that Russell after this year is going to be like, hey, I want out. I, I agree with you there. So we both agree on the Seattle uh, victory. So that brings us to, Connor, your New York football giants on the schedule for the Rams. Yep. And I got to say, and I'm not just being nice to you, I struggled with this one because I think the rosters match up pretty nicely, in my opinion. I yeah. think they really do. And the only thing that's a difference is just the quarterback. Uh, yeah. So I do have the Rams winning this one, and I, I also struggle with it with the roster aspect and the quarterback aspect of it, but also that they have to travel from L.A. to New York to play yeah. a game. and. It, I don't care who says anything, that does play a toll on how a team plays. It's a 1 o'clock game, too. Exactly. So it's a, it's that's 10 a.m. their time. That's 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 a big factor that not a lot of people think about. It's really tough. Absolutely. But I actually – so I have this game as being a very close game. Um, also, like a one score, maybe like a you know a 10-point game. Like not, not more than 10 points, uh, which, again, 10 points is, you know, a two-score game, and you can consider that, like, out of reach. But, like – I still think relatively close, uh, but under ten point differential. Uh, I agree. But I have the Rams. I have the Rams taking it. I think. I think. I think the Rams will kind of take advantage late. I think it'll be a close game up until like the end of the third, beginning of the fourth quarter, and then I think the Rams will take a yep. not a commanding lead, but uh, they'll take control of the game and and get the driver's seat and, and take the W. And, that, and that's, I'm, I'm at the same, like, thinking level of where you're at, too, as well. I, that, that's why I struggle with it, too, because, that, again, matchups and just the travel, and I think it'll be a close game going yeah. into the fourth quarter-ish. So This next one. <laughs> this next one, I mean, can we talk I, about I it? I don't know what we have to say. All right, so the, the Rams have Detroit at home on the schedule. I don't think I'm going to say anything more and win. What about I, you? I, I mean, I think they're going to win by – I think they could win by 20 points. Okay, fair enough. So, <laughs> next week, um, not really much of a fight either. So, they have Houston on the schedule for week eight. Um, I think they can win by 30 points. Okay, so that's another W yeah. for the Rams. Um, week nine versus the Titans at home. Okay, so this is worth talking about because I struggle with this too because of how great the Titans offense is. But their defense, man, their defense is a liability, and that's the only reason why I picked the Rams this week at home. If this was in Tennessee, however, I probably would have picked Tennessee. So I, I hold a lot of weight to where this game is being played, as yeah. you can tell. See, like I always, I never really hold as much weight. I mean, there's certain stadiums where they just there's a track record where it's really tough to play, but there's other stadiums where like it never seems to make a difference. Uh, MetLife is one of them, uh, but. I, uh, I I don't really I, – I look at the exact same thing that you look at. I look at the Rams' offense versus Tennessee's defense. I think Tennessee's de- offense will get through to the Rams' defense uh, as good as they are. I think Tennessee's offense is too good where they will still score points. But I think the Rams are just going to score – simply they're just going to score more points. Um, Tennessee – look, Tennessee's got great safeties um, in – Kevin Byard and and well they they just brought in Hooker, uh, but their their line leaves a lot to be desired. Yes, they got Bud Dupree who isn't you know a great player, but I I oh, 
See, because I, I watch a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers games and everything, and Bud Dupree is a very, very good player. But in the right system and with a lot of talent around him, much like, I don't know, um, anybody who could be on offense, they're good with a lot of talent around them to take the focus that's, off so of them. That's the thing is I think they have a lot of interesting players on defense. Like they have Harold Landry on the other side of Bud Dupree rushing the passer. Who? Harold Landry. I know. I'm just kidding. I mean <laughs> – so he, he was drafted a few years ago. He was. And like, I, I liked him out of college. Like, he's, he, and these are guys that have pass rushing ability. They're not like premier pass rushers, but they can, they can be good. Um, they have Jeffrey Simmons, uh, who, like, he, he had a great year last year. Uh, and he was very highly touted coming out of college. They're, their linebacking core, I mean, you got Rashawn Evans, uh, who had a good rookie year. He hasn't had – it wasn't great the last two years, but he's got potential. You know what their problem is, though? In my opinion, I think it's the fact that they're outside – they run a 3-4. So their outside linebackers, if need be, cannot drop back into coverage. No, no. They, that's they a problem for me. 100%. So that, that's – that. well, And I think that will be a big problem against a team like Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. You got Tyler Higby as your tight end, like I right. Think gonna, I think he's gonna have a field day. Yes, he is. Time. Yes, he is. And Janoris Jenkins is over there playing for them, so I don't think he's gonna be as good as he was. You know, actually, it's been it's been a couple of years since he was good, but I. Uh, he, he's he's been he's he's been pretty like, like I mean, not like you know, a top ten cornerback, but he's been like okay. The the last few years, but not like, again, I don't see him being a roadblock for Cooper Cup or, or right. And this is also changing schemes year after year right now. Yeah. So that, that, that's another like thing that. too. And I mean, well, who knows? That could play into. Of course it could. Uh, but if you have a coach who wants to play to his player's strengths. I, I, I still think the Rams are going to take this. Um, oh, yeah. And I think it's just going to be a matter of they score more points than Tennessee does. Agreed. So do we both have this as a win for the Rams for Tennessee? Okay, so next week they have at San Francisco. So I'm a big believer on San Francisco coming into this year. I think they have a lot of players coming back healthy, and I think they're going to be a very good team actually this year. They're going to be a complete turnaround. So I have this as a loss for the Rams. Um, yeah, so this one I actually have as a win for the Rams. Okay. Uh, this is where I start to see – Stafford just like the last couple of games, just getting into his groove, and I see that being too much for San Francisco. Obviously, they have they have their like they have their defense, which is terrific. But I think I think uh, Los Angeles is going to outrun them uh, in the run game. I think that they are going to. I, I think they're going to kind of bully them in the uh, in in the passing game. I just and, and too, I, I don't know who who's starting for San Francisco yet. It's um, going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I, I just don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have much success against this this uh, Rams defense. I just no, think. but Kyle Shanahan could scheme with that. So I, this is my trust will. in Kyle Shanahan. To be honest with you, yeah, and I I can absolutely see that, and I mean. The Rams, I mean the the Niners, they got a defense too. Like they do. Defense is very very good. 
Um, so I think it, it, it'll be, it, it will be a tough game, but I just don't think Garoppolo is going to outplay Stafford. And as much as I love Trey Lance, I don't see him being ready to defeat a team like the Rams just yet. But we will see what happens later in the year. Fair enough, and I could, I could, we could, we could argue with this, like going yeah. back and forth, because I, I, I really strongly believe that the Niners are going to overtake them here. But anyway, so week eleven, Connor, this is the bye for the Rams. So this is a week off, you know, after a divisional That's game. A <laughs> so week twelve, we have well, at. So wait, so we both have. That's your third loss for the Rams. Uh, let me double check real quick. One. That's my second loss for the okay, Rams. So I'm at two two. Okay. Two two. Right. Two, I think two, what was I, the old, the overturn was the Arizona game. And wait, no, you're at three because you had Tampa Bay beating them. Tampa Bay, Arizona. Arizona and San Francisco. So you had three losses. I'm at two. No, I have them beating San Francisco. I thought you said I thought you said loss. No, no, no I have them. Oh, I'm sorry. So I had you, a loss. Uh, yeah, for, all right. Fair enough. So okay. Are you at three? So I'm at two. Okay, so but we just have, we just switched games. All right. Oh, wait, no, yeah, no, we're both at two, yeah. Okay. Woof, hard to keep track. Anyway, so week 12, we have at Green Bay. So this is going on Aaron Rodgers being there as we stand today. Let's let's just go with that. Um, so I have this as a loss for the Niners going into Green Bay against Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, Marquez Vandes Scanling, who I love so much, and Jair Alexander. That's a loss for the uh, Rams. I'm very torn on this, and I know. But remember, keep in mind, we're going based off today. Aaron Rodgers on the team. I know, and I'm even thinking with Aaron Rodgers on there. It's 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 tough. It's really tough, and yeah. So if Aaron Rodgers is playing, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go Aaron Rodgers and and them winning this game. I I just I, I don't know what it is and obviously you can look at last year and and what happened uh in the playoffs uh yeah i don't know i i, I just have if rogers is playing i have them winning this game if jordan love is playing i do not have them winning that game i well that vice versa sorry i i agree i would switch that on my schedule too yeah. right now if jordan love is playing this game it's an absolute loss for green bay um, so now week 13, we traveled to Jacksonville, Florida, which is a great time week 13. That's probably like what, mid-November? That's awesome. <laughs> is it December? No, December not with the schedule now. I don't. Is it December 5th? It's Sunday, December 5th. Okay, Sunday, December 5th. Whatever. I hate when you're right. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, so I have that as a W for the Rams, and that's yep. based on just comparison and roster. Yeah, just not much to really dive into there. I yeah. think the Rams – just have the superior roster everywhere. And, I mean, the two rookie quarterback, even as good as someone like Trevor Lawrence, uh, no, they're just not going to – they're not beating the Rams. Agreed. Uh, week 14, Connor, I think this is where we flip. So, I have uh, them at Arizona this week. I have them losing this game because I think they're going to split with Arizona and – I had them winning week four, so they're going to lose week 14. Yeah, uh, I have them splitting with Arizona as well, and I have them going to Arizona's house and recovering from the first game, taking lessons, and I have McVay just coming up with a scheme that 
just puts Arizona on their ass. And I actually think that this game, while I have the first game being not very, like a very close game, I think this game will be a decisive win for the Rams. Yeah. And I think Kyle Murray will have wow. down in this game. Rams at Rams at Arizona's yeah, house. I, I, I switch it up. Okay. Okay. So now next week we have week 15 versus the Seattle Seahawks. So I have them sweeping Seattle this year. Uh, week five, I had them as a W, and now week 15, also a W for the Rams. And that's basis just on what I said before about Seattle. Roster, they have no defense to even cover the Rams' options on offense or even their scheme. So that's just that's just my opinion. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I And I, a lot of times, too, I, like, really have faith in teams that just have such a great quarterback, like, a, like you know, a generational type quarterback because they can just make magic happen. And yep. we've seen Russell Wilson do that time and time again. But I think that that's just going to slowly go away because of the lack of pieces on the roster. Like you can only do that for so long before, it's, before it catches up with you where you're literally, literally looking at your roster like there's only so much one man can do. <laughs> really, and though. I don't think he'll be able to pull that magic uh this might be Russell Wilson's last year in Seattle. Next year will be his first year in New York. I, dude, I, I would hate it absolutely, I'm but I, I could see excited. it. Or, hey, it doesn't. What if Jalen Hurst doesn't work out for the Eagles? I'm off track, by the way. But what if Jalen Hurst doesn't work out for the Eagles? We got three first rounders, baby. And my God, will I hate that as well? Exactly. Just so. Anyway, I don't really want to think about it. Would you give up all three first rounders for Russell Wilson? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. Uh, so anyway. And then, and that's just me not even thinking, just answering. Yeah. And anyway. I mean, I'm, yeah. Right. All right. Good. I'm glad you agree. Um, so week 16, we have at Minnesota going to Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota, probably freezing at that point. Um, they're in a dome, but it doesn't matter. Um, I have that as a W for the Rams, um, just because I don't really like Kirk Cousins, and I think that defense has really fell off these last couple of years with Zimmer. So I think this might be Zimmer's last year over there in Minnesota. I think they're going to get a new, fresh face in there and start over. I think Minnesota's going to have a down year. Yeah, I, I don't really know if they'll have a, a down year compared to last year. I think they'll be kind of like – I think they'll be middle of the pack. Like they might be able to sneak into yeah. the playoffs or something or hang around there at least. But I – Fully agree with you with that defense taking a bit of a hit. I mean, Harrison Smith is still good. Uh, you have Kendricks, who's good. And you have uh, Hunter uh, coming back. He's good and all. But besides that, I don't really like their starting cornerbacks. Um, Patrick Peterson is like, how old is he now? He would have been great five years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's actually not that. He's thirty-one, but like he's been losing his umph. Yeah, yeah. He like he he's been losing. He's he's lost a step for yes. sure. Um, Rashad Breeland, like he's not bad. He, like you know, he's he's not bad. Yeah, he's not Correct. bad, but like you know, not like okay, like blow your socks socks off. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think I just I just think the Rams kind of take it to this defense. Um, and I think maybe like Minnesota will have some like big plays. Uh, on offense, but overall, just not enough to beat the the Rams. I, so okay, so we agree there. Yeah. Week seventeen, I think we differ here. I have them beating the Baltimore Ravens. I do not. Okay, there you go. See, I know, I know you well enough to know that we differ there. 
So I think that the Rams are going to come in wanting to secure the division with a big with a big chip on their shoulder, wanting to end. But I, I have them going between the Niners and the Rams. So I think uh, the Rams are going to go in with like because they know what they're up against. So I have nothing more to say than that, to be honest with you. So yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of more elaborate I could be on this, but. I, I really don't have it. I just, I just have a feeling that they're going to go into Baltimore and they're going to perform very well. Yeah, so I actually think that this is going to be one of the big headache games for the Browns because I think that the Ravens' defense is so good that it will actually stifle um, the, the Browns – I mean the Browns, the, the Rams. <laughs> the, Rams uh, the Rams' offense a bit. And I also think that not only with a bunch of new weapons for the Ravens that like will actually help Lamar in the passing game, I also think that as good as the Rams' defense is, I think uh, the lack of linebacker play, which leading to like you know QB spies and stuff like that, which allow Lamar to kind of have. I think Lamar will have a field day in terms of like when the play breaks down, he's gonna run like he'll he'll he's gonna run all over the Rams. I think he's going to run them to victory, and I think the Ravens are going to uh, get this stub and kind of like a messy game, a game that makes the Rams' defense actually look vulnerable, which I don't think will happen very often this year. I mean, and that's a valid point, by the way. It's yeah. a valid point. I, that's that's the one thing is like a team like the Ravens where they have a, a quarterback like Lamar that can just break off. On I think he's going to have one of those days where he's just going to be able to run all over the Rams' defense. Uh, and take advantage of their linebackers uh, when the play breaks down, um, and they're not really going to have much of an answer for it, and they're going to be very, very frustrated. Um, like I said, very, very valid, yeah. very valid. So let's move into – so we differ there, and we're going to move into week 18, and that sounds very weird to say, but we're going to move into week 18. All right, Connor, so week 18 to finish out the Rams' uh, schedule for 2021. I have them uh, – Versing the San Francisco 49ers last game of the season. I have that as a W. Yeah. And I think it's going to come down to those two teams to win the division. I think the Rams are going to prevail. Yeah, I uh, also have that as another W. I have the Rams like only losing one game in the division um, against the Cardinals uh, as it stands right now. And again, Things wow. happen, um, especially in divisions where it's competitive. So, like, a, a lot of divisions like this, like the NFC West and the NFC East, even though they're two very, very different divisions in terms of level of play, but they're competitive in terms of how closely they are to each other. It's usually a split. Like, they split games. But this year, and I, I would have said that a few weeks ago, but I just feel like the Rams are going to be one of those teams that just dominates the division this year. Yes, and watch this game later on in the year to be flexed yeah. to some of the football. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I, I think the Rams are going to win this too. Uh, sure, and I think it'll be close. I, I really want to see – it's tough to determine, like, because I really don't think Garoppolo is playing the full year. As the starter, I think Lance will come in, and I have a lot of faith in Lance, but he is raw, so it's like a wait and see how good he is early on. But I still think the Rams are going to win, so I have them finishing at thirteen and four. I have them also at thirteen yeah. and four as well. 
which is a very, very good record. Very good record, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they have a talented roster. They just got, like, plagued by injuries last year. So they're going to have a big comeback. So now that we ended week 18 talking about the Niners, I think we should go into their schedule. What do you think? Let's go right, Let's go right into it, baby. All right, so San Francisco, we have the first game of the year against the Detroit Lions. Is there anything really to say here? Really not. Okay. I don't think any game against the Detroit Lions has much to say. This is a W. That's a dub. So week two, we have at the Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm going to put my homerness aside, my bias aside, and I'm going to see this as, as a loss for the San Francisco 49ers. You're putting your homerness aside. Yeah, I want to start out with that, and I'll, I'll, give, you my, I'll give you my reasoning, reasoning yeah. as to why. I think that this team's going to be very jazzed up by a new scheme in the offense and defense. I also think that having the fans back after a pandemic year when they were not there for a season opener, I think that's going to be a big factor in this game. And also, I'm going to this game. I have tickets to this game. So, therefore, they better freaking win this game. I don't know. I just just see this as a – New regime in the Eagles' atmosphere. They have another team that's coming across country, and I think this is going to be a big win for the Philadelphia Eagles for this. For this um, yeah, so unfortunately for you, I disagree. I, I understand. Um, I think that San Francisco's defense is going to stifle them. And, again, I, I so me, like I actually like Jalen Hurts. I think that there's potential there. Um, and – I really do think that he can be their next, like, kind of franchise quarterback. However, I do think he's – not that he's going to struggle, but I think San Francisco in week two is going to be a rough game. I think he's going to have a rough game against their defense. I really do. And I think that Kyle Shanahan is just going to – he's just going to pick apart Philly's defense, their secondary. I really think that he's just going to scheme up ways. They're not just, done adding yet. I just want to. I know. What, are they, what are they going to like at this point? What are they? Gonna Steven add? Nelson. But even with Steve Richard Nelson, Sherman. Again, even with those guys, like. I mean, they don't have light, like like amazing receivers by any chance. I mean, they have nice guys there, receiver with uh, Brandon Ayuk uh, and. Mean, Debo Samuel. I mean, they're all nice, nice receivers. And, of course, George Kittle's going to eat us alive. But, it's. I mean, first off, I think Ayuk and Samuel are very, very good. I mean, you were just looking at the rankings, too. I mean, this is based off PFF. Brandon Ayuk, an 80.1 grade, 20th out of 127 wide receivers. Debo Samuel, 79.8 grade, 21st out of 127 receivers. Like – that's pretty good, and that's with Debo Samuel with injuries, and Brandon Ayuk had a terrific um, rookie season. But it's not even just the receivers. Uh, I think that just the running plays that Kyle Shanahan's able to draw up and using the running backs uh, out in screens and whatnot, I think if he's just going to pick apart the – the Eagles' defense. I think this will be a decisive win for the Niners. I don't think so. I, I, I of course, I disagree with you. I think this will be a close game, but I think the Eagles are going to prevail. So we we disagree on here, and that's and that's fine. Yeah. But I understand where you're coming from because it is very logical as to where where you are coming from. So we have Week Three that's versing the Green Bay Packers at home in San Francisco. I think this is a W for the Niners. It's at home, and I think that this team is way too strong for Green Bay to overcome. Um, at, at, 
every position except for wide receiver and honestly and quarterback, of course, knowing that Rodgers is there. Uh, so I actually disagree there you if Rodgers is playing. Uh, I think Rodgers coming back home, San Francisco, he's going to just like – it's so tough because like this is with Rodgers playing and this is also like assuming that – Everything just gets better in Green Bay, which I just don't see happening. But as it stands right now, he's still a member of the Packers, so he's there. I think he's going to be, especially early on, wanting to make a statement. What better place to do it than where he grew up, essentially, in that area. So I think Rodgers is going to, like, just go off. Uh, I think that San Francisco will hang on early. I think it'll be a close game in the first half, and I think the second half is where Rodgers really just kind of breaks away and has uh, big games and, and gets a W. But, of course, if Rodgers not there, it's an easy win for Niners. Again, I, I, respect, I respect your opinion, and I, it's a logical way of where you're coming from. If we just, you know, I have them going 2-1. and one, You have them going 1-2. and two. That's all we have right now. No, I have them 2-1. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You had them winning at Philadelphia. Yeah, That's why. We both win one. Okay. So now we have week four versus the Seattle Seahawks. I have this as a W for the Niners. And just basing off uh, what I have to think about with the Seattle Seahawks, I think that their defense is just completely awful. So I think the San Francisco 49ers are just more of an all-around powerhouse as opposed to the Seahawks. So I think this is just a W for them. Being at home, so to speak. Yeah, so – um, I think that the the Niners are going to run all over Seattle. Uh, I think it's just going to be one of those just chess matches that San Francisco just gets out in front so quickly because they're able to establish the run, and then they're just going to go to the pass, and they're just going to have so many different opportunities, and Seattle's defense is just not going to have an answer for it. Um I really do think that Russell, like Russ, is going to play very, very, very well um, and keep Seattle in the game as much as he can. But I think that Seattle, uh, San Francisco's offense is going to pick apart Seattle's defense, and that's a, that's a win. And very, very valid. Uh, so we both agree there. Yep. Um, so week five, we have the at the Arizona Cardinals. So um, I said it before, and I'm, I'll say it again. I think Arizona's going to have a hard time getting started to begin the year. I think they have too many cooks in the kitchen. So I have this as a W for the Niners, just basis on that. And I just think they're a better team. Uh, so I actually disagree here. Um, I do think that they're going to split, but I think Arizona is going to win this game. Um, I think that they're, I think Arizona is going to get off hot. Uh, kind of like they did last year. Um, but I, I think that this is a game that Arizona just kind of – I don't know. Every every game has like a different feel, but I feel like Arizona just is going to take advantage of this game. Um, and it's, I, I don't know if, if uh, San Francisco is going to have an answer for all their different weapons right off the bat. I think that going into their – I'll get to their second game later, but I think – Right off the bat, with all these different weapons that Arizona presents, I think it's going to overwhelm San Francisco's very good defense for this game. But, uh, but that's that's pretty much it. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think Arizona's going to have a few more big plays than San Francisco does, and that's what's going to lead to the victory from Arizona. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. 
I'll say I actually think both games will be a high scoring game, but I think this will be a very, very high scoring game, relatively close. I could see like a 41 35 type deal, um, but I, I have Arizona winning this one. I, I, I could say, I mean, I, I'm not high on Arizona, so yeah. I, I, I can see where you're coming from because a lot of people are high on Arizona. So, anyway, so we have an early bye week for the Niners. That's week six. So, no game here. W. For them. <laughs> so week seven, we have them uh, versing the Indianapolis Colts. So I think the Colts are going to be a really good team this year. I think they're going to be a lot better than they were. Well, not a lot better because they did make it to the playoffs last year. But I think they could be a candidate to make it even farther in the playoffs. But I do have the Niners winning this game. And that's just because I hold a, I do hold a lot of weight for them playing at home. And I think they do have an – all-around edge at roster, except for oh, – I don't know. This, this, is, this is a toss-up for me. I, I'll go with my gut. I'll say it's a W for Indianapolis, but it is not easy for me to say this. I, I have the Colts winning this one. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't blame again, you. Again, it's a toss-up. It's very, very close. Yep. Uh, I just it, – it, it's not even really that much to dissect. I think it's going to be just a – a brutal, it is. Like, gruesome game where it's just like I think it, it might just be like it might be like one of those like it's so good it's bad like there's just like nothing. I think the defenses are going to stifle the offenses, and I think that there's going to be like a few very very good drives for each team, but for the most part, I think the defense is just going to play like kind of shut shut shit down essentially. Yeah. Um, and I think the Colts are going to squeak out like a, a messy, a messy, sloppy game. It, um, yeah, man. I mean, Sunday Night Football, uh, national televised game. It's yeah. gonna be, it's gonna be a really good game. So yeah, I, agree, I agree with what you said. Of course, of, with the outcome, but again, very, very hard fought game. And I really struggled on picking this game, but I did lean towards the Niners as of today, July second. Anyway, Connor, happy Halloween, week eight. Versus the Chicago Bears on October 31st. I have this as a W for the Niners. And that's because, I mean, Chicago doesn't really have too much to offer for me. Um, and they have a decent roster. They really do. They I mean, do. the defense is great. Is, and great is a very strong word. But they're very good. They're very good. Um, I don't really like Andy Dalton as a quarterback. I don't think he has enough to overcome that defense over there in San Francisco. Uh- so I agree. I, I really don't hate Andy Dalton as a quarterback when it comes to, like, I, I hate how people will just come to the conclusion that, oh, that guy sucks, or like, like, oh, he sucks. I'm like, Andy Dalton is a perfectly fine, mediocre quarterback, and it's tough to find mediocre quarterbacks in the league. Everyone knows how hard it is to find a very good quarterback in the league, let alone elite quarterback. Yeah, Finding a good, like, Middle of the pack quarterback. Obviously, he's a little bit older now, and things are different. But like, Andy Dalton's perfectly fine, but not fine enough to be a team, a defense like this. Agreed. Um, you know, agreed. So one thing that's holding me back too, and especially because they don't have much to offer from the run game perspective. Too. That's David Montgomery's very I, decent. I like David Montgomery. Tariq Cohen is good too. Yeah, but I just I like uh, both of them, but their offensive line, their offensive line doesn't do much for me and I just think that I really think it's more of a case of San Francisco's defense shutting down their offense yeah and uh 
Like, I mean, I guess I mean their offensive line isn't horrific. I think it'll be they're closer. Not they're not good run blockers. It'll like, be closer yeah. than people think. Yeah, I think it'll be a close game. Yeah. I think a lot of like the Bears games are going to be close, but they're going to yeah. end up on the wrong side of it. Agreed. Agreed. So we both agree here that's a W for the Niners. Week nine, we have um, – is it at the Arizona Cardinals? Or, yeah. No, versus the Arizona Cardinals. At home, uh, the Niners I have winning this game um, just because I think they match up very well. Well, actually, receiver and cornerback-wise, they don't really match up well. I just think they're going to get after Kyler Murray, and they have the athleticism to get after Kyler Murray with Nick Bosa and such. So, so. yeah, I, I think that they're going to take, because I have them losing the first game against Arizona, I think that they're going to have a big study on, on Kyler Murray and come back and just figure him out and just stifle him in this next one. And I think Kyler Murray will have to rely on the big plays. Um, to have success, and I think he'll have some success, but I also think that'll get him in, into trouble because he's stifled so much, and I think he's going to have a lot of mistakes in this game, and that's what's going to cause San Francisco to win. Um, I think the offense will do just enough to get them over the hump, but I think it'll be the defense that really takes charge and shuts down Kyler Murray because we've seen what happens when Kyler Murray is comfortable and – just can control a game. And we've also seen what can happen when he gets frustrated. And when he gets frustrated, it, 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 the whole offense kind of falls apart. And I think this will happen after the loss in the first game. I think they'll be able to figure him out and find a way to shut him down. And I think that they'll take this one moving to five and three in my book. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so next week we have another divisional game. It's week uh, 10 versus the uh, Los Angeles Rams. And, we already ran over the Rams roster, so I had the Rams actually uh, losing this game against the Niners in our uh, early part of this podcast. So I'm just going to have nothing more else to say. So this is a W for the Niners. Yeah, and I had the, the Rams winning this one. I'm actually taking series. Uh, <laughs> it. So uh, it's a win for the Rams and a loss for the Niners. Fair enough. Okay. So week 11, I have them at Jacksonville. Um and I think Jacksonville is trending in the right direction, but they're not ready yet. Not ready. That, that's going to be the the story of Jacksonville's year. It's just yes. not ready yet. They're going to show a lot of glimpses and a show a lot of a lot of high points and a lot of positives, but they're not going to they're not going to capitalize or actually show it at the end of the year. It's, this is 2022. It's one of those years, if you're a Jacksonville fan, you shouldn't be looking at wins and losses. You should just be looking at the plays. You should be getting Correct. excited about, like, potential. And um, hopefully Urban Meyer is not a disaster. I don't think he will. I don't think he, his his play calling and his playbook and, you know, the X's and O's will be. I just think, I mean, he's just got to keep his mouth shut, apparently. I didn't even think, like, that's the thing is, I've always thought of Urban Meyer as one of the best coaches in football, and that's college and NFL. And I didn't know that there was like like he would open his mouth like this, but as soon as he got in the NFL, it was just like dumb, dumb comment, dumb statement after dumb comment, dumb. Statement. I know. And like I just the I, DJ Chark comment I just, really I just, just. I just hate that. Yeah, maybe he's trying to light a fire under his ass, you know, at the same time. But like, I don't really understand what type of like. Because like DJ Chark had a good year, like he's had two good years now. He had a decent year. I mean, it was it was okay. I mean, he could have done better, to be honest with you. Could he though? Yeah, I think so. I think he has a talent and the ability to do better than he did last year. 
I, I don't know. It's maybe because like I view DJ Chark as a really good wide receiver, but I don't like. I think he's at like. I don't think he's like ever going to be an elite wide receiver. So I think no. like, it's one of those you are what you are, but you, you are really good and like sure maybe like you want to upgrade eventually. Yeah, maybe, but like for the time being. He's a he's a very good weapon to have. Like he is, and I just don't think that like I don't know. I just don't think that was the right thing to say. I don't know. He's very fast, so like, and he's tall, so he reminds me of a very like like a like a Deshaun Jackson almost. Like he could have he could have broken the game open in that sense. Yeah, I mean, but like, I mean, he has seven hundred and six yards last year with five TDs. And did he play? Oh, no, he was out a couple games. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, like, he was. The year before that, where he kind of had his breakout year, and that was his second year. Because he's been in the league for three years. 73 catches, 1,008 yards, eight touchdowns. Like, that's a good, like, that's a good year. That's a good right stat there. line. That's a good year right yeah. there. And he didn't play a full year last year. 53 catches, 706 yards, five touchdowns. Like, with, you know, Gardner Minshew as your quarterback. And I'm not ripping on Gardner Minshew. He's not terrible. But who was the other guy that started in his place, too? There was someone else who started. Was it Glennon? I think it was Glennon. Maybe. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it was Glennon. Either way. Yeah. So I see them as a, a roster that's not really quite ready yet, but it's gonna be there. You'll you'll see some glimpses and stuff. So I, I think they're gonna be an exciting team to watch. I agree. But nevertheless, this is a W for the for the Niners. So next week we move on to the Minnesota Vikings, and not much has changed for me from the last one because Obviously, this division is playing the NFC North next year, yeah. and I think Minnesota's going to have a down year, so I have this as W for the Niners. Fair enough. Okay, so we have Week 13 going for the uh, Seattle Seahawks at Seattle. I have this as a loss as do I. for the 49ers because I, I think whenever you go into Seattle, going to a 12th man, I think they're going to be pumped. Sunday night football – so I think I think Seattle's not going to be a good team, but they're going to be good enough where they can that, compete. So that's what I think too. Is like and I think we've talked about like we've been ripping on Seattle's defense for like for this entire episode so far. Um, but at, like I mentioned before, Russ is able to win games just based off of his magic, and yep. there's going to be tough games going against better overall teams that he's going to be able to win, and a lot of that's going to happen at home and. This is going to be a win for Seattle, um, where again it could be, it could be a messy game, be a hard fought game, but I think Russ is going to make some of those like ridiculous throws for like in, into the back of the end zone that are just perfectly placed that are just going to be like like San Francisco is going to be like what else do you want me to do? Like, really, it, it's just going to come down to that, and like it's all going to be on Russ, and Russ is going to do enough to get sweep them out a win. So yeah, it's going to be a win for Seattle. Awesome. I'm glad we agree on that. I think so, it's at seven and four now. Uh, I'm not going to tally it up till the okay. end, to be honest with you. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep going. Uh, the next week, okay, Connor. I'm I'm big on where the games are played and home field advantage, all that stuff. But I'm also big on there's always a game where some team hiccups, yeah. where they should win a game where they don't. So I'll transition into this. This is I have them playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Week 14. This is going to be a loss 
to the Niners. Very, I, I like that. It's a very bold pick, and I really like that you did that because there's always those always that games. one game. And, always. And I'll be honest with you. And it's a I, and it's a non-conference, non-divisional, so it's a game that San Francisco should win, and they're it, lose. exactly. And I like that you're doing that because, like, I'm very like. I never like will pick trap them. game, I'll, Connor. Yeah, I'll never trap pick game. Those like I always get the feeling of them when they're going on. But come like, on to I my side. Them. Come on to my side, baby. Come on. Come here. It. Come I, on. I, Think I, about I, it. It's I, it's non-conference, as I said, non-division. Hey, Joe Burrow, I, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Higgins. T Higgins. Come on. Joe Mixon. It can absolutely happen. It could. I think San Francisco is going to just piece up. And even think about this. And who's stopping Nick Bosa? Think about that. I, I, I agree with you there. But think about this. This is also week 14 to his Joe well. Burrow might tear another ACL in this game. Okay. Well, of course. This is going this is going based off healthy rosters. And we have, we have to add that in. But anyway. So think about this. It's week 14 for Cincinnati. They've had, pl- they've had plenty of time where they have to be able to build chemistry and all of that such. So that's why I even have this more as a W. If this was earlier on the season, I have this probably as a loss. But just because they have had a couple weeks, more I, than a couple I, weeks to get it together. Hey, it could happen. I just think that, like, San Francisco has, like, the perfect team to just blow Cincinnati away. Yeah. Like, I just think that they're going to eat that offensive line up for breakfast. And I think that – San Francisco's offense is going to just tear apart that Cincinnati. Well, Cincinnati, Jason Peters is still on the market. Anyway, so week 15, we have versus the Atlanta Falcons at home for the Niners. Connor, this is a W for the Niners, basically just because they have nobody on defense to be able to withstand all the creativity that the Niners' offense has to offer. Yeah. But their offense, though, their offense is good. But Defense. actually, their offense is decent with the loss of Julio Jones. Yeah, so they have Ridley, Pitts, Russell Gage. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, uh, they have Mike Davis as the running back right now. And actually, I'm a big Mike Davis Actually, guy, this so might be a blowout. No, I think it will be. This might be a blowout. Yeah. It will be. yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to trash Atlanta's weapons because they do still have very good weapons. They do. Um but defense is atrocious, and their offensive line is like it's not terrible actually. Like it was a few years ago, they've gotten a little bit better, but not like not enough to really stop San Francisco's bull rushing defensive line. Uh, so yeah, no, I think this is an easy win and a blowout. Awesome, we agree there. So we have them traveling to Tennessee for Week 16. I have this as a loss. For yep, the Niners. Me too. Um, too many weapons on offense to even deal with. Uh, Niners do have a really, really good defense, but I think just going to Tennessee's house on the other side of the country is just a big task to overtake. So I think this is a loss. Yes, I agree. I, I think that uh, Derrick Henry, Tannehill, uh, AJ Brown, yeah. Julio, you know. Yeah, just... I think this is going to be uh, another game where it's just like, I, I don't even think it's going to be a huge Derrick Henry game. I think that. Just AJ Brown and Julio are just gonna take control because there's such like there's there's receivers in this game that like you can contain to a certain level where you can out physical like you can like play physical against them. These are the two receivers you cannot do that. No, you can't. They will body you. Both of them will. 
Both of them are in that same. Like, Julio is obviously bigger than A.J. Brown, but A.J. Pray, plays as big as Julio. Like, yes. He, like, they're they're just going to – they're going to body you, and I think Tennessee um, – I think San Francisco will score some points, but I think Tennessee will score more points. That's pretty much what it comes down to. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. So next week, week 17, nothing much to say here, Connor. They're versus the Houston Texans. I think this is a W, and Houston probably could go winless this year. I really, <laughs> I really legit, like, I if I can put money on – I mean, I'm definitely putting money on the Texans to, to, to lose every time. Absolutely. And that's not a bad I'm bet, man. Like 100 bucks, like, this yeah. time just on the Texans to lose. I know. But uh, – I, I might win like they $5. might they might go off. Who was a team a couple years ago that went off just selling everybody for no no reason at all? They just went Miami. selling everyone. Miami, like, uh, yes, yeah. probably Miami. Yeah. I'd be I'd be watching out for this one yeah. with like Brandon Cooks. And it's funny when they did sell off everybody, Laramie Tunsil was one of those guys. Yes, they used it. Yep. Well, Laramie Tunsil might actually be flipped. Yeah. So uh, week 18, we have at the Rams, and much like I we talked about the Rams uh, schedule, I had them, well, the Niners, losing against the Rams yeah. in this scenario to have the Rams win the division in the end. I, I did as well, and we talked about that uh, in, in the Rams schedule, so yeah. Awesome. So Connor, final we, tally, what do you got? We're pretty close, I think. Ten and seven. Ten and seven. For the Niners, yeah. I have them at twelve and five. Really? So you yes. Have, okay, so you had Philly. We differed on the Philly one. Yeah. We differed on the Cardinals. Cardinals. Because you had them winning both games against the Cardinals. Correct. And I had them winning against Indy. You had them losing against Indy. Correct. And I had them winning against Jacksonville, or no? There was oh, Cincinnati. Them. No, Cincinnati was Cincinnati. Yes, yeah, Cincinnati was another big yeah. one too as well. So that was the flop there. So and then and then I had there had to be a game that I had them winning that you had them lose. Oh, Cincinnati. Cincinati was the flop. Um, and Philadelphia, that canceled, right? That canceled out. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm saying just to, like what. What would what would cancel out the two? Because there's a two game sway there. Let's see. So I had. So yeah, it was it would because so because because both were wins versus losses. Right. Okay. Um, but I see where you're going. Yeah. Well, regardless. I, yeah. I have them at. Uh, 10 well, I, pretty good years, honestly. Yeah. No. I mean, seven or twelve and five. Look, I mean, especially in the twelve and five, spectacular. Like, especially in a division like that, like. I mean, I think, and to I think ten and seven still could get you into the playoffs. Absolutely, like it, it would really. But this, this is what's so great about this time is now there's so many good teams. There like, is. There are only like so right now. I have the Texans, the Lions, and maybe the Falcons. Like, are they the worst the Falcons teams? Still have like a good offense at least, but like teams that are just bad. And then, like, every other team, like, then you have, like, kind of, like, the Jaguars and, like, I mean, you could say the Jets, but I think the Jets, honestly. I was I, just I think, thinking the Jets, think to be honest Jets, I think the Jets have done a pretty good, like, Jets could be, like, at least, like, 
they could they could beat good teams. Like yes. if everything goes like we have to wait and see. I think they'll like, be under five hundred. Yeah, but, but they'll be right around it. But it, they'll right be around close. It. But like, there's so many good teams where it's like, yeah, they might not be championship contending teams, but right. they're teams that can beat teams that are. Agreed. Like matchups matter, but also just like, you know, some days are not your day. Like there's so many good teams. Um, so it's such a fun year. Like you just really never know. Like all, all these matchups, like going down this list right now, it's like even the ones that we said yes to no, it worked. All right, Connor. So with that thought, we're going to go into the Seattle Seahawks uh, schedule for this year. So I'm going to get right into it. Week one, we have the at the Indianapolis Colts. Woof. Woof is right. This is a loss for the Seahawks yeah. in my book. Um, just base this off. Uh, Indy's going to be at their uh, home opener. I think much like how I said about the Eagles against San Fran, uh, teams are going to be jazzed up. Fans are going to be jazzed up to have everything back to full capacity. So a new quarterback in town. So I see this as a uh, loss for the Seahawks. Yeah, uh, not much to say. I see this as a loss for the Seahawks too. I think that Indy's just going to take advantage of Seattle's defense. Like I've said, mentioning Seattle the last couple times. Uh, and I think Seattle's defense will give – I mean, uh, Indy's defense will give Seattle's offense some trouble. I still think Russ will have some success, but it won't be enough for them to win. Fair enough. I have. I, I think you're going to be surprised at my uh, predictions for this team. So anyway, so week two, I'm just looking at what I have win loss record wise. So I think you're going to be surprised. So win loss. Uh, anyway, so week two, uh, we have versus the Titans, Seattle's home opener. I see this as a loss for Seattle. Yep. So I have them starting the year zero and two. Um, I think the Titans' offense is just too much for the Seattle Seahawks to be able to um, handle, and nothing else to say there. I just think this the the offense for the Titans is just too strong for them to handle. Same thing for me, and like I think actually, uh, I wouldn't say these teams are similar because I still think Tennessee has a better offense easily than Seattle does. Russell Wilson's obviously the better quarterback, but uh, offensive line, weapons, uh, wide receivers, running back, everything. Tennessee is better, and I think their defenses are kind of similar, but Tennessee still has a far better defense they than do. Uh, Seattle does, so I think Tennessee is going to waltz in this one too. So 0-2 for Seattle. 0-2 for Seattle. Like unheard of. And then it brings us to week three. We're going into the uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota uh, to face the Vikings. I, I have this as a loss for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I think that Minnesota being at home is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Minnesota's offense is decent yep. and enough to overcome Seattle's. I mean, I have nothing more to say than that. I'm so torn. In I know. I was torn too, it's man. Like, but I lean towards a, uh, a victory for the Vikings on this one. Um, so, yeah, when I, uh, when I look at this, it's, it's one of those games where I look at the team and I see like footage of the game. Right. And I see Dalvin Cook having a monster. Oh yeah. Against Seattle, and the first first thing I was I was gonna say is like I think Seattle's gonna win. Uh, like I think Russ will do enough. But the more I think about it, like like again, when I, I can't deny these these images that I'm seeing in my head of Dalvin Cook running all over the defense. Yep. So I was originally gonna give Seattle the win here, but. 
I think I'm going back home. I think I'm going 0 and 3. And this and this could most likely, I mean, not most likely, but this could very much so go in the other direction for Seattle actually winning this game too because, I mean, they have a lot of weapons on offense, a lot of good receivers that do match up well with Minnesota. So, I mean, I, I did struggle much like you, but I do, I do see this as a victory for the Vikings as I stand here today. Uh, so we have at the Niners week four for the Seattle Seahawks. And shocker again. I have the Seattle Seahawks going with a loss here on their record against the Niners. Um, much like what we've been saying, I think that their defense is just really just subpar. Well, I mean, so let's just let's just move ahead. So they have the Niners and then the Rams. We we both already covered that. Yeah, double losses. Gonna be, we have zero and five. Right zero now. and five. So and I thought you'd be shocked at my start, but you have the same start no, as I do. So like again, there there obviously there's some wins that they could definitely pull out on the back of the magic of Russ. Um, yes, but just looking at these teams, like what a rough. Rough Very. start do they have? And again, they they the first four games, three of them are away. Yes, and like, and two of them are in different time zones. But uh, but uh, yeah, and then like Tennessee at home, like that's a that's a real tough game. Uh, yeah, so I I mean, yeah, obviously, like. The, it's hard to pick a team like Seattle to go zero five, but I have them going zero five to yeah. start it off. They're uh, they're not. It's not a very favorable schedule for no, them to start the not. year. I agree. So week six, and I hope none one of my family is listening right now, but I think this is where Seattle gets it together. Me too. Yeah, I'm I sorry. think they're going to beat Pittsburgh because I think Pittsburgh is going to be god awful. I don't think gonna, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be god awful. I think, but god awful gonna... by Pittsburgh standards. Sure, that, I yeah. Uh, their defense is still very very good. Um, they have. One of the best, if not the best, pass rusher in the league in TJ Watt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Bush, uh, who is one of the best up-and-coming linebackers in the league. Uh, they got a decent secondary, but a great, you know, great front seven is what they are uh, they're built at. And obviously their offense is very good in terms of weapons. Uh, their offensive line has taken a bit of a hit in terms of Losing Villanueva, losing to Castro. That's they, huge. They just, they just brought in uh, Trey Turner mm-hmm. to fill in the void of DeCastro, which uh, which will help. The that, that, that'll help out a lot because Trey Turner is a very good player. Definitely, I'm more concerned with Roethlisberger. I think they go as far as Roethlisberger can take them, and that's mainly due to availability mm-hmm. uh, and. And two, and Roethlisberger is one of those guys that he'll play through injury, but when he does that, it's not a pretty picture. So uh, I, I actually think that this game, again, it's one of those, like, I can see footage from this game. And while I don't think Seattle's defense, it, it might be one of the worst defenses in football. It's, it's uh, very bad. Yeah, it's uh, very, very I, bad. I can see them getting some lucky picks off Roethlisberger and Russ just having some big plays, and they, they finally – Coming off 0-5, they just have a big – like, they're like, let's get it together. And they have Season big, on the line. They have a big game against Pittsburgh. Yep. Um, and they get their first W. Yep, agreed. And they get some momentum going into next week. I like how you left that off on because I think we both agree here. Mm-hmm. This is a W mm-hmm. for the Seattle Seahawks against the New Orleans Saints in week seven. Um, 
I mentioned it multiple times. I'm, I'm going to keep saying it too. If this was played in New Orleans, I might have a different outcome here. But this is being played in Seattle. So you have the 12th man there. And Jameis Winston, I don't believe in him at all. So that's my big thing is I'm really curious to see this offense with Jameis Winston. Yes. And while I'm not a Jameis Winston fan, I don't really know what he looks like under center for like, you know, full camp, like you're the guy, like maybe, I mean, too, like let's look, he's with Sean Payton. He's got a great offensive line. He's got Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, like, I mean, sure, in Tampa he had Evans and Godwin. Right. Um, but like now he's got, like Kamara you can do so much with, and that takes so much pressure off the quarterback. So like I think maybe being in New Orleans helps Jameis Winston. But I just think it comes down to, like, this game is going to come down to who's the better quarterback. Uh, I think that New Orleans' defense is much better than Seattle's, but I don't think they're good enough to stifle Russ. No, um, I don't think so either. Especially at home. Yeah, not without the home. New Orleans, because it's kind of like the same situation. Like, at home, like, they're both very tough places to play. Yeah. Maybe I'd lean New Orleans, but I, I think that Seattle is going to get it done, and they're going to ride off the momentum. Um, and they're going to get a, they're going to string a couple wins together. Here. Agreed, and this is going to be a close game, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. see, I mean, New Orleans has a lot of good pieces. They got Cam Cam Jordan. They got uh, Sheldon Rankins. They have Marcus Davenport with the departure wow. of uh, the other the other end that they had. Who was the other end that that, that uh, left? Yes. Um. What the what the hell is his name? Something sin. Ah, oh, God, it's gonna kill me. Sleeves. Ah, it's gonna bother me. But anyway, Trey, Trey, Trey uh, Hendrickson. Henderson. Yes, that's yeah. it. Awesome, good teamwork. So anyway, so they have a lot of good pieces there. Demario Davis, um, Alex Anzalone, I believe is another linebacker that they have there. So they have they have the pieces there, Malcolm Jenkins. But I just think Seattle being home is going to be a big differential in this outcome of this game. So we both have Seattle winning this game. Uh, week eight, we have versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, and much like how we went over with the Niners, I think Jacksonville, you're going to be looking out as you stated, just for positive plays and just glimpses of hope and I think, heading into next and I think year. They'll have a lot of that in this game, and they'll make this game more interesting than it yes. should be. Um, but I think again, it's going to come down to Russ, and Russ is going to have those just big plays that put them out. I think actually, so this game. I think we'll be close through most of the game, and then Russ breaks away towards the end. And just I can see that. Up. I can see that. I can see it being very, very close, and maybe even Jacksonville having a lead at some point, and then Russ going off and then ending the game up two scores. Yes, I, I can see that. So week nine, we have a bye. And that's a big win for them. Big win for them. Get, get you know, get your head right. Going, you're off three straight victories heading into the bye. So let's get the head right. And go into next week at Green Bay. Connor, this is a loss for the Seahawks yeah, coming is, out of the bye. This is a loss for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. If it's not Aaron Rodgers, I think it's a win. I, I would I, agree I, with I that. I really do. Like, and it's not even a knock on Jordan Love. I have to wait and see because it's Green Bay is the biggest question mark in the league right now. Yes. Because it's if one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time is playing and if – this guy that we know nothing about is playing that we've heard both great things and horrible things about. Yes, is playing. So I, I don't. I like it's. It, we really don't know, but we're just going to assume 
right now, as it stands, Aaron Rodgers is playing, and at Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers is going to pick that defense apart. I agree. So we both have this as a loss for the Seattle Seahawks. Connor, we are through 10 weeks of the Seattle Seahawks schedule, and we are both on with three and six right now, which is awesome. And I think this is where we start to differentiate. But anyway, so week 11, we have versus the Arizona Cardinals. What do you have? So, believe it or not, uh, I actually think that they get a win. Thank you. Oh, my God. Did we go? We didn't go over the Cardinals yet, right? That's the last one. Oh, we did not. We did. All right. So, So, I I thought you would have this as a loss for the Seahawks. So, two of the best games – that I have seen in recent memory, and I'll say regular season games, in recent memory. I know what you're talking about. Are, is Arizona and Seattle of last year. And that Thursday night game, right? Both of them. With that but turnaround the pass the to. Overtime, the DK Metcalf penalty, like mm-hmm. coming back. Both games were two of the best football games I have watched, again, in recent memory. I'll say in the last decade. I will. I, I, I last year I was like, you know what? Just give me Seattle, Arizona every week because this is how football. It was fun. I was like, this is how football should be. Yeah. Like they, they were just unbelievable games. So they are just so competitive. They have that. You have the. You have that like Ali Joe Frazier rivalry, the back and forth. Yep. You have that. Uh, you know, uh, Roberto Duran Sugar Ray like type rivalry there it's just back and forth like we had great performances of both but i think that seattle they they i think they get they get a win here Um, yeah i think it's going to be another one of those crazy games where it might even go to ot where it's going to be close and it's going to be like i think there's going to be controversy in it and there's going to be a bad there's going to be bad calls by the refs I think it's going to be a bad turnover at one point. One big mistake that turns the game around, and Seattle's going to take advantage. Agreed. Agreed, man. Couldn't say it any better myself, to be honest with you. So, yeah. Uh, so, week 12, we have the at the Washington football team. I also have this as a W as do I. for the Seattle Seahawks. I think Washington is a good team. Very good. Um, very good defense and pretty decent weapons. I'm a big fan of Antonio Gibson, by the way, as a running back. Oh, yeah. I like him a lot, but – I think the Fitz magic, if you want to call that, is going to run out by week 12. So I think that's my deciding factor in the outcome of this game. Yeah, uh, I, I'm. I, that's exactly it, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Fitz magic is running out, and uh, and while I think that their defense is stellar, absolutely stellar, and one of the best defenses in the league. Um, their secondary is still kind of young, too. I mean, not that, like, Seattle's offensive weapons are necessarily, like, huge veterans of the game. But I think that, right. like, I think that, like, it's going to be really tough containing DK. And he could have one of his best games of the year here. Um, similar to, like, the whole Tennessee versus uh, San Francisco. Like, where it's just, like, you can only contain so much. Right. And I think that Russ is going to target DK all night. Um, and well, I said all night, and I was like, why did I say that? And, it's, and actually, it's a Monday night football game. So it's Absolutely. Like weird. I, um, I, I would love to tune in that game, but, and I'm uh, going to tune into that game. Yeah, I, uh, I have Seattle getting the win here. Awesome. 
So that brings us to week 13 at the or versus the San Francisco 49ers. And I think we both had this as a W for Seattle and a loss for the Niners. Yeah. Right? Okay. So yeah. there's not much change there. So week 14, Connor, we're in week 14. We have the same record right now for the yeah. Seattle Seahawks. W for the Seahawks here against the Houston Texans. Just not good. No. Um, I forget who you had for the Rams game in week 15. You had that for a loss? The only team that had beaten the Rams was the Cardinals in one game. Okay. So we agree there. Uh, Week 16, we have versus the Chicago Bears. So we mentioned Andy Dalton multiple times, again, because these divisions are going to play each other. And I don't. Wow, I really struggle with this one too. I think this. I think they match up very well. Yeah, Um, I think just because of the rust situation, I'm gonna pick the Seahawks. But it's it's very close, very 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 close. close. If there's any game that Andy Dalton will have a good game, yeah, it's gonna be this one. It's gonna be this one, but. I just think that, like, that's just going to elevate Russ more. Yeah. Like, the more he sees Andy Dalton have success, Russ is going to just hit those big plays. And, like, he has the receivers to do it. Like, you just do. And it's at home in Seattle, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna be loud. It's yeah. tough. The uh, day after Christmas, I have the, you I know. have them getting the dub there. Awesome. Okay. So, we agree there. Detroit, again, this no, team no, could go 0-17, so – that's another W they for me. They have a better shot at winning a game than Houston does. Agreed. I, I would agree with that, too. Because they do have Jared Goff there. So Yeah, they at least have yeah. a He's a, He's decent. Yeah, and they have, like, actually, like we said before, a really good offensive line. And yeah. DeAndre Swift, like, yeah. you know, they, they – They could do a few things. Yeah, they could do a few things. Uh, so we have Week 18 at the Arizona Cardinals, and you, that's an L you that's an L for me, too, man. Same schedule. Wow. Awesome. So nothing else to say there, but I want to go into final tallies. We have the same schedule, so we have them at nine and eight. Yeah, and that sounds like a yeah. First off, like I mean, especially after starting off zero five, I mean that's a pretty pretty good, all things considered. Like yep. Nine and eight can still maybe sneak you into that last wild card spot. I mean, I, I don't think so. Not this year. Not, yeah, it's not going to with the whole me. dynamic of the new game the and way shit. I, the way I look at everything, it's not going to for me. But hey, it's a, it's a winning record. Like, yeah. So just to recap uh, this podcast, so we have the Rams at 13 and four. We have, well, I we, actually, I have the Rams at 13 and four. I do too. You do too. Okay. So I have the only you have San Francisco at 10 and seven. I have them at 12 and five. And they both have Seattle at nine and eight. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to the Arizona Cardinals. And I know this one's going to be very different. Yes, it is. I'm not very big on them. So let's just jump right into it. It's going to take us a little bit to decipher our reasons why. Anyway. Um, I have them versing the at the Tennessee Titans to begin the year. I have that as a big fat L. I also have that as an L. Okay, fair enough. Okay. We start off right. I think just go, going to Tennessee to start the year. Tennessee's home opener. It's going to be a little tough for them to get started. Uh, a lot of cooks in the kitchen over there in the I, Arizona. I think, I think that they'll have a lot of su- success and a lot of things to build off of. Um, I just think that Tennessee – I think it'll be a very, very good – like, this is a game I'm excited to watch. Yeah. Um, so, I'm very – I'm excited so, to watch I'm that, too. I'm so jacked up right now looking at these schedules. <laughs> Me, so too, man. Games, so Me, too, man. Me, too. And it's only the first division we're going at. He's ready for fantasy football. And just to, just to make us even more miserable, we'll save the NFC East for last <laughs> when we go yeah, over all these schedules. For sure. So, week two, we have versus the Minnesota Vikings. I have this as a 
That's a big old George W. Yes, just, just a better team yeah. at that point. So Jacksonville, hey, nothing to say here. Jacksonville's going 0-4 against the NFC West this year. Um, just not ready yet. A lot of good pieces going, but hey, I'll repeat it again. Yeah. Just not ready. Not ready. All right, awesome. We agree there. Rams week four. I think we we both agreed. Or did, did we both agree? No, we no, we I we switched. Lost you win. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. Mixed up. I have the Arizona Cardinals losing this game against I know, the Rams. I know. I, I'm saying. Oh, then we're right. I have. I have you. You had a loss. I have a win. Oh. I have the Arizona Cardinals winning this game. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. So, um, week five, we have them versus the San Francisco 49ers. And I have this as a L for the Cardinals. And I believe I had this as a W. Uh, hold on. Um, wait a second. I know I said San Francisco would figure out Conway the next time. So, yeah, I have this as a W um, for, San, uh, for Arizona. Gotcha. Okay. So Cleveland is week six, and they are traveling to Cleveland. So um, I have this as a as – a, this is tough because I think both of these rosters are very, very, very good. Um, I'm going to go with a loss on this one for the I Cardinals. It's going to be a tough-fought game. It's going to go right into the fourth quarter, but I think the Browns will prevail. I think this is going to be a game where Nick Chubb and uh, – Cream um, uh, Hunt. Cream Hunt just have uh, a field day um, in the passing game, especially. Uh, and I think Cleveland's defense just shuts down everything. I think this is, a, this is an L for Arizona. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so next week we got going in. Again, nothing much to say here. Houston Texans this is going to be a W. Uh, week eight, we have versus the Green Bay Packers. Um, this is a Thursday night game, and probably one of the best Thursday night games this year has to offer, to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to go with a W. I have a W, too. Yeah, I'm going to go with a W. I have a W, too, and I actually feel like this is one of those games that, like, that Green Bay just doesn't have it together. Yeah. And, and Arizona gets, like, just – Air mails like all day, and and this needs to be said too. This is like regardless of Aaron Rodgers being the quarterback or yeah, Jordan Love, yeah, I think yeah, it's still a W yeah, for Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have at San Francisco, and I have that as a loss for yeah. the Arizona Cardinals for Week well. Nine. I have it as a loss as well. Awesome, awesome. So Week Ten, we have them versing the Carolina Panthers who was a very much so an up-and-coming team, Matt Rule, Joe Brady, Sam Darnold. A lot of good weapons there. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with a loss for the Arizona Cardinals here. At home against the, against the Carolina Panthers, I think this team – I think this will be my game that a team should win that they're not going to win. I think that this will be a blowout victory for Arizona. Um, I think that – I think that they will just toss all over. Uh, I, I don't think Carolina doesn't have an answer for all the weapons that they have, and I think that uh, Kingsbury will just come up with ways to pick apart their their defense. 
Um, and they just won't. And I think Kyler, Kyler will have all day to throw. Um, he, I think that, like, even if, like, there's good coverage, which I don't think there will be most of the game, no. I think he'll be able to find receivers. And I think that it, I think it'll be a blowout game, to be honest with you. I think Carolina matches up horribly against Arizona. I think that Carolina will have some success this year, not against Arizona. I'm just, I'm just not high in them. I just, I just don't believe in them too much, to be honest with you. That, that's just my opinion, of course. So anyway, so I have week 11, them traveling to Seattle, and I had this also as a loss on their record uh, for traveling to Seattle from going over Seattle's roster or going over the Seattle game. And you also, I think, agree with me there that this is going to be a loss. So week 12, Arizona has four wins on the record for me, and I think they're going to need some time to get it all together, and I think they might just do just that. Let me put mine together real quick so we have – Yeah, please. So week week twelve we have the bye. Week thirteen we have at Chicago. But I'm gonna wait for your little little tally because this is a big discussion. Four and two, five and two, six and two, seven, uh, six and three, seven and three. Uh, we we said loss to Seattle or wins to Seattle. Loss. Loss to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have them at seven and four. I have them at one, two, three, four. I have it four and eight. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Hang on. Would you have seven, seven and four? Yeah. So hold on, let me. Uh, so week one against Tennessee, I have. Oh, that's a recap. Losing Vikings. Uh, I have them winning. Yep. Jacksonville winning. Yep. Rams winning. Okay. So that's three and one. Niners winning. That's four and one. Okay. Browns losing four and two. Texans winning five and two. Green Bay winning six and two. San Francisco losing six and three. Okay, yeah, no, I was behind. Carolina that's okay. Winning. No, I wasn't. Six and wait, so six and two at San Francisco. Right? And then you had Cleveland after San Francisco. Cleveland, Houston, Green Bay. Oh, wait. Oh, you mean week nine? There's two games. This is crazy. Okay. Three and four. Four and two. Five and two. Six and two. Six and three. Seven and three. Seven and four. Yeah. Seven and four going to the five. What the hell am I missing here? One, two, three, four. Okay, four. One, two, three, four. Five, six. Uh, I'm wrong. Four and seven. Okay. All right. I apologize. Anyway, <laughs> math. <laughs> It'll get you. It'll get you. All right. So uh, week 12, we got the bye. They're going to get the thoughts together. We have a reverse record right now going on. I know. So. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. I like that. So week 13, we have at the Chicago Bears, and this is a W yep. for the Arizona Cardinals. They're going to get their thoughts together, and I think they're going to prevail against the Chicago Bears. Yep. I agree. Yep. So we have the Rams game coming up, and I had the Rams losing apparently at this game on their schedule. So Arizona is going to prevail this game, and that's a W for me. And I actually had them losing this game. You did. the Rams game, so that's a loss uh, for them. So that puts them at 8-5 and five for me. Yep. 
So we have at the Detroit Lions week 15. This is a W for me. Mm -hmm. I think they raffle off a couple wins. Nothing more to say there. Uh, Christmas Day game against the Indianapolis Colts at um, – oh, actually versus the Indianapolis Colts. I apologize. Um, this is a W for me for the Arizona Cardinals. I think the – you know, just being at home on Christmas Day and everything is going to be a great time for them. So. I agree. Yep. I think it's going to be real tough um, for Indianapolis. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a close game, but I just think that, again, Arizona is going to take advantage. Like, I think this is one of those games where D-Hop goes off, where he, like, takes control, where it's like they need him to step up because they're going up, up, up against a good defense, and he does just that. Uh, Agreed. And they get a W. Agreed. So week 17, we have at the Dallas Cowboys. I think this is also a W for the Arizona Cardinals. And then they're going to raffle off quite a few wins here. I think they just match up tremendously better against the Dallas Cowboys. And we also have seen that song and dance before. I think Dallas is just going to have uh, every opportunity that they have to win the game, but they're not going to win. I, I think Arizona's going to throw. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Oh, yeah. Arizona's going to throw all over them. Cowboys are going to have a lot of success on offense, but I think Arizona has more players on defense that can make uh, make a difference than the Cowboys do. And in the end, that's going to hurt the Cowboys, and Arizona's going to come away with the win. Awesome. So week 18, we both agreed. This is a win for the Cardinals, a loss for the Seahawks. So in my book, the Cardinals finish out the year with one, two, three, four, five, six straight wins to possibly even make it to the playoffs. So I have them finishing at 10 and 7. And I have them finishing at 12 and 5 and making the playoffs just behind the the Rams who win the division. And they are the first wild card. Uh, well, actually, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But yeah. uh, I believe they'll probably be the first wild card uh, spot for me. Fair enough. And, and, and make the playoffs. What's really funny is so – we lined up. I mean, we so the Rams. We had different different wins and losses, but we lined up, and we ended up with the same win loss record. So, Connor, this was our first time actually running through the schedule uh, for the NFC West, and I got to admit, man, this was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. I, I had a really good time doing this. We flopped schedules with the. Uh, the Cardinals and the Niners. Niners. But other than that, we're pretty spot on with our predictions and everything. And I, I, I'm going to make a mental note of it. I want to look back on this when the season begins. And uh, a lot could change between here and then, but not too much. So I think a lot of the rosters are really kind of – Yeah, they're pretty much yeah, set. So let's like break that. it down, though. Like, me and Tom both have the Rams at 13-4. and four. We mm -hmm. have differing wins and losses, but same record. Uh, Tom has the Niners at 12 and 5. I have the Niners at 10 and 7. Uh, and then we flip flop with Arizona, where I have Arizona at 12 and 5 and the Niners at 10 and 7. And then Seattle, we both agree right down the middle. Nine no differential in games at all. So it's going to be very, very interesting. So really, me and Tom are in a, in a bit of a head to head with yeah. Arizona and San Francisco. So I guess we're kind of like. To, to prove our own points, um, I guess we're kind of de facto 
Cardinals and Niners fans too. <laughs> I guess like, so. Maybe yeah. Who comes out on top? Hey, uh, well. makes it fun. But I gotta say, like going through these schedules and just looking at some of these games, and this was just the NFC West. Yeah, I am so jacked up for this football season. Like me too. Not only is like th- things are getting back to normal and you know fans in the stands again, but yeah. like there are so many good football games, and a lot of that is due to the fact that there's so many good football teams this year. And this happens, you know, this doesn't happen all the time. Like there's, it, it all depends on the, the quality of players coming in the draft that are playing in college and, and players developing and everything. But like, sometimes you deal with like 10, 11 teams that like are just aren't good. And you deal with like, you know, you have a certain amount of teams that are really good. And then like some that are like hot and cold, and then you have sometimes you have te- a lot of teams are really good. And only a few teams are bad, but I feel like this is one of yeah. those times where there's a lot of really good teams. Like the the number of elite teams, I feel like has expanded. The number of really good teams has expanded, and then there's a lot of like up and coming teams that could you know shock a lot of people or you know win some games that they shouldn't. And I think there's really only a few teams that are just downright bad. Um, and I think. You know, that's the Texans, who I don't think will win a game this year. And Detroit. And Detroit. But even Detroit, like, where I yeah. still don't think they're – like, I could definitely see them going on. Yeah. They might win a game or two. But, like, they at least have some building blocks in place. Like, yeah, I can see them as, like, a, line. a four and, like, what, 13 yeah, type of team? Yeah, there. Four and yeah. 13, three and 15. Yeah. Like, I, I could definitely see yeah, that. But, but, they, but they at least have, like – they have – DeAndre Swift, who is a, a terrific young running back. Yep. They have a great offensive line. They have building blocks in place that they can build on. Yes, they do. So we'll, we'll see. This was know. very interesting, too. So this is the NFC West. We have that in the books right now. I think next week we're going to dive into the AFC West. We'll stay in the divisional well, – not the divisional, but, like, you know, the direction of the NFL type of uh, um, division that we have going on here. But, man, dude – I had, a, I had a great time doing this. So yeah. next week we've got the AFC West on the on the horizon. So I have nothing more to say. That's going to be another interesting division. A lot of good, good competitive teams. Um, a lot of maybe possibly surprises. But other than that, man, hey, I got nothing else to say. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it for me. All right, everybody. So uh, yeah, tune in next week where we go over the AFC West. Um, and yeah, stay hydrated. Tommy Tomatoes out. Peace.